And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for your further listening pleasure... Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. Absolutely correct. And we invite you to visit us at friendjeff.com, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even enjoy this tome of wisdom and entertainment. And what? Entertainment. Thank you. <laughs> on your favorite <laughs> podcast platform right what is your favorite podcast platform right now i don't podcast anything seriously dude i you know i don't watch tv except for a stream a couple things now and then oh you are the biggest liar no. in southern arizona no. i have a grandson i have you a, have a what a, a grandson uh-huh i have a wife uh-huh. i have a life yeah uh, i am not uh so pro- you're not watching the terror you're no. not watching barry have i ever told you're you you're not watching there's like some new star trek on some Streaming service. I think I've told you about my philosophy, uh, bread and circus, the bread uh, and circus, the fall of the Roman Empire. The yeah, col- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, the, during the fall of the Roman Empire. By the way, just this is a, a non sequitur, ladies and gentlemen. Fred is the resident historian when Jim Turner's not here. No, I'm not. Historian. And so is this is this history or folklore? Uh, both. Okay, here we go. So uh, and I can't remember. There was a a commentator, you know, essentially a journalist, uh, an opinion person back during the Roman Empire, <laughs> who commented on the, the government called a bread and circus because the philosophy was keep the people fed and entertained, and while the world falls around you, nobody really care. Right, because they're happy. Yeah, so in Roll one, in the gladiators, one the things, Fred. One of the circus pieces was the Colosseum. Right. And you know, initially it was you know little battles and gladiators going after each other. Yeah. Well, people got bored of that, and so over time it got to be literal they would bring battles. in galleons right. and have ship battles. They'd fill and, the, or the the Colosseum with water and have Yeah, and I mean, battles, they would bring right. in exotic animals from all over the right. world and have right. them chase each other and kill them. So I mean, you believe that's where we are today? So this is what television is to me is the Colosseum. And it started off very simply enough with like, you know, MTV Real World. And reality TV has sort of like grown to this uh, crescendo of just stupidity where everybody every day is talking about the Kardashians or what Who's the hell, that? like you don't know, or, you know, what somebody, you know, some, uh, pop star is harassing a nun over the, you know, wanting to buy a, a convent. Who's doing that? Katy Perry. Dude, I, you know, you have, how two, is it, you know more about popular culture you, than I do. And I watch the tear the walking dead. No, cause I read. I read, uh, I read the ag- reading. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know the, uh, uh, the websites that aggregate news stories. Yes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but you're on those weird websites. I want weird, like weird the Blaze or the Hill. No, or, it's, no, no, no. Or I actually, uh, the goofball. You know, believe it or not, or, I, I love the Daily Mail, which is a, a perfect, from the UK, a perfect blend of real news and stupidity <laughs> and drudge. And there's other. I mean, there's other aggregators that, ah, that the Drudge uh, Report. Yeah, but there's other. You know, CNN. I mean, all this stuff. 
Yeah, awesome. See, yeah. I'm kind of an NPR. Yeah, listen to uh, NPR. I love NPR. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan of uh, the Fred and Jeff show. Yeah, that, that's not, that is uh, not yet on NPR. Oh, no. We are, we, should it be. Every week we audition for to replace Click and Clack, but it never, nobody ever calls. No one ever calls. Oh. That's so sad. It is, it is so sad. So what's going on we in are your broadcasting, world? We are broadcasting from the beautiful uh, KXCI station, uh, studios. Well, you're, you're going to take that Congress. gum out of your mouth. You're tripping over your words a little bit. Why? So I understand you this, got yourself this, in a world of Jello the other day. Uh, well, not a world, a small vat. Yes, uh, an arena. Tell us about it. See again, bread and circus. Fred okay. is wrestling in Jello. But you were in the middle and of nobody this cares. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. So the Southern Arizona AIDS Foundation, which I'm a board member, has an annual Jello wrestling fundraiser. So you know, people who are foolhardy enough to say yes to somebody's call, uh, get into a vat of Jello and and. Uh, so I went this year. Uh, I've done it before. I was a bishop, and I and I wrestled a nun. That's right. I remember that from last year. Yeah. So Heather Moroso, who uh, is a phenomenal community advocate, uh, <laughs> acquiesced to uh, wrestle with me, and and uh, ultimately she took me down after about three minutes. Oh, you lucky guy! Uh, and then this year, uh, a, a beautiful woman named uh, Anna Haro, who works for for City. Uh, for the great, city of Tucson? No, for city, it's a it's a company. Okay. Uh, she um, <laughs> agreed to to wrestle me, and I have video, so I'm gonna post a video at friendjeff.com. Uh, but I took her down within a minute. No way. And then the referee was she like four three? No, she's actually bigger than me. She's taller and wider than. than so me. you used leverage. I used leverage. I also see. I also learned from the ancient Greeks. Oh wow, Fred, you're yeah. you're quite interesting. You're you're quite uh, historical today. No, I'm just stupid. So, anyway, so <laughs> I took her down. But but what the referee was doing, if the if the bout went too slow, yeah. or too quickly, I mean, yeah. he would just turn his back and go, "Oh, look at a butterfly." <laughs> and <laughs> and so I'm like laying she, on her, and she finally gets me off, and then, she dropped the hammer on you, and you lost. Yeah, and it, see, I'm a sprinter. I can't go the long distance, and uh. I got tired, and finally, <laughs> she, I just laid down, and she jumped on me, and that was it. Awesome. Well, that, good for but, you. I'm but glad we you... went as uh, so before I was a, a priest and and my partner was a nun. And this time I it was reverse drag or it was drag. So I was Cher and she was Sunny. Oh, I was wondering what that you were trying yeah. to. Yeah. Be. So so my wonderful wife and daughter-in-law spent about two hours uh, putting makeup on me. So at yeah. the end, I looked more like Stalker Channing in her older <laughs> days <laughs> instead of Cher. But yeah. you know, it's it, I uh, I was try you know you know we were out of town at a at a volleyball tournament, and so I I really didn't understand what was going on when you sent me that email or that text message with your yeah. face. Yeah, and I thought, wow, Fred has lost his mind. What is he doing? And now it's all it's come all together. Coming back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how long did it take before that wig went flying off your head into the Jello? Oh, actually, after uh, after I pinned her the first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I ripped it off and threw it out, and the uh, one. So it's the the event is hosted by drag queens. Yeah, and so the, the one of the drag queens, I didn't know which one, um, said said something like, "Oh, mama, you, you don't you don't want to get near somebody who's just thrown off their wig." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, that's a, that was a great story. Thanks, Fred. You're welcome. Yeah, and and way to go, raising some money for the Southern Arizona AIDS Foundation. Yeah, by the that's way, awesome. uh, you never donated, so. Uh, you owe me 20 bucks. Dang it. All right. So, uh, again, we are broadcasting from the beautiful KXCI studios in downtown Tucson on Ho uh, Hotel Congress. And uh, I guess 
something's going on down here. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, there's so much going on down here. Yeah. I don't know what, because I live on the east side. But we have Mia in the studio today from the Arizona International Film Festival. Mia Schneibel. Mia Schneibel. And once again, she stepped up and brought us a couple of filmmakers. You know, this is, uh, for the inter- the Arizona International Film Festival, one of the things that I really appreciate is this year, I think, is the first time they've been live streaming the Q&A after the movies. Yes, that's true. Mia, step up over here to the microphone real quick. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Yes, that's true. And we're also live streaming the panels, um, uh, 11 o'clock Saturday and Sunday. So if you can't make it down or you're doing your dishes or doing my laundry, which I'd appreciate, just click onto our Facebook page and watch all the live streaming Q&As around the world. And the Facebook page is? Arizona International Film Festival. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, it's right? And it's great. I, I think it's working out. What do you think, Fred? Well, here, here's the thing that I think you should sell more is is tell – because, you know, you're watching a and a of a movie that just if you're not if you're not there you didn't see the movie Correct. so the questions you have no idea what they're talking about and, uh, most and of the time but they're always good they're always good but the one <laughs> you thing mean I, the answers are good the only I thing I w- the only All thing right. I would add is say hey people watching live like Fred yeah. you know who's not an idiot not who couldn't get in there yeah I mean well, that we had a lot of ne- next time yeah, next time did. participate awesome. be here see the movie and you can talk to these wonderful directors actors producers who have brought their lifeblood to our screens in Tucson. I will do that, Fred. That's a good that, idea. That's my we Fred had a good idea. Yes. And Let's celebrate that's, it. That's my one of you. No, no but, and but Fred. Zo- and we're Zooming, and we're using Zoom for the... So tonight, if all goes well... All goes well. The filmmaker uh, live from Austria... No is way. Going, ...is going to Q, is going to Zoom in for the Q&A. Well, actually, was it two nights ago I yeah. saw... Uh, I was watching a Q&A, and some, it was on... on uh, Crazy Wise. Yeah. And he and yeah, was that Zoom or, or it was Zoom? That was pretty cool. It, it looks it looks great on the big but he, screen. He looks better than Skype. He looked like he was answering emails, not really paying attention to what was going that's, on. Well, that's one thing with the zooming is you look down to like the the picture. Oh, and so I don't know a way around that. <laughs> there is no way around that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's cool to ha- it's cool to zoom. Yeah, because they yeah. were trying to they're trying to see what we're doing and they. Can't I have an idea. It looks terrible looking down. Yeah. There you go. go. Yeah. yeah, it takes no, a filmmaker think, to come up no, with I, that idea. <laughs> I think I think the the Facebook live stream is brilliant, and and uh, you know I've been to a couple of films, and and they have uh, just spectacular. We, you know, we we talked to uh, Fatmir last week. Yes, and his film was just brilliant. It was it was mind. Elvis and Elvis and Elvis walks home, and we Elvis had Elvis. Home. Well, not show up, not the Elvis not the Elvis from the movie, but, but Elvis, Elvis was there. Thank you, thank you very much. He was in, Elvis was in the house. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. You can't have an Elvis movie without Elvis in the house. Exactly. Which brings us to this week. Yes, indeedy. And you brought us who? <laughs> oh. Day seven. And who have you brought us today? Oh, we're very excited. The Divide, which will be Friday at 730 at the screening room downtown, 127 East Congress. I brought the actor-director Perry King and award-winning screenwriter Jana Brown. All right. Welcome. Welcome, Thank both you. of you awesome filmmaking, Thank acting you. people. Thank you. Yeah. Click and clack. Best radio I've ever heard in my life. Us too. We really we like to tap it, brothers. Nobody ever has been better. It broke my heart when, yeah, when he died. He I've did. I the name of the one that died. I, I, I think it was Click. I don't remember, but it I was don't very remember. Sad. But, uh, but we still listen to the to the reruns. Me too. I listen to it all the time. Yeah, I hear I it for the second or third time. Nineteen sixty-seven with a vapor locking problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how do you pronounce your name? Oh God, is it Joe the, with a J? The thing that they had that so, is that incredible <laughs> laugh he had. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. It brightened your day. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Fred has that laugh sometimes. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard it today. Fred, <laughs> <No>. laugh. <laughs> ah, that's good. It's good. It's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, you're right. It's good. So now let's <laughs> let's talk about you guys. Okay. So you, yeah, because we only have about three minutes left. Whatever. <laughs> the way I look at it, we got thirty seconds. I, I got to tell you guys, this is the stream. I've done radio interviews hundreds of times yes. over fifty years. This is the weirdest one I've ever. Well, done thank in my you life. very much. Want you to know. Mission accomplished. Without question. Mission accomplished. We're very excited. Yeah. Oh, come on. All right, so it's my first lip, one, though. Really? Okay, well, tell us a little <laughs> bit first, about the yourself. first. Is the weirdest. That's excellent. That is excellent. No, you have nowhere to go but up from here. I mean, to be superlative in any category is wonderful, right? And you guys nailed it. And you brought your thesaurus <laughs> today. <laughs> so, all right, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I want to know a little bit about your uh, Ivy League history background. Oh gosh. Oh, well, went, go for it, Jen. I went to Dartmouth uh, forever ago, and I was a lacrosse player there. And I was a writer a little bit there. Uh, I did some uh, Dartmouth College radio. I was an announcer for the women's hockey team uh, my senior year. So that was interesting. But basically, I became a journalist, and uh, that lasted for about 20 years. And I met Perry and have become a screenwriter. So, All right. Now, and now, I live in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yep, the exotic place of New Hampshire. Are you originally from New Hampshire? I grew up in the Boston area. Okay. So... How did Perry draw the screenwriting out of you? Should I ask you that or Perry that? Oh, ask Janet. Okay. Uh, so I wrote an article about him, uh, and he he liked my writing style, and we had developed a little rapport as in our conversations for the article, and we decided to work together. So we spent about a year writing a comedy, and before we came up with the idea for the divide, which is a dramatic western. So it was a big shift, but it's something that he had always wanted to do. And it allowed us to combine uh, two different interests. Uh, the film deals with aging and dementia, and Perry was interested in westerns and a father-daughter story. So we combined those to make this film. Oh, it's very timely as well. Yes, very timely. it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Perry, did you do you have experience with dementia, or do you have experience? Did you? Have no, a, that a was loved... actually Jana's contribution that I. You know, jumped at it because it was very interesting to me. I, one of the fun things about being an actor, which I've done for half a century now professionally, um, is uh, that it takes you places you you might not go. You have to learn a lot. It's what Fred was saying about learning about the Romans. If you're in a movie about Romans, you might go out and explore and learn. So I spent a lot of time with people with Alzheimer's, early onset mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, a lot of time talking. I, of course, have people in my family that uh, that are experiencing that everyone does that's what we're finding is so so uh, connective it's, about it's this really movie pre prevalent and it is my my wife uh, her mom just passed away and she uh, wasn't diagnosed directly as Alzheimer's it was dementia mm -hmm. uh, and she was a brilliant person she had a uh, doctoral degree in psychology mm. wrote textbooks for college and in the last five years of her life she didn't know who anybody was. She didn't know who she Have was. Have you ever heard of the movie Still Alice? Yeah. It's exactly yeah. like yeah. that. That's yeah. the story yeah. of Still Alice, which is another film about this. I would say that our film, and we didn't set out to do this. It happened organically. But our film is the only film I know of about Alzheimer's and dementia and what that does to someone that has an uplifting ending. Hmm. Naturally. I mean, it just comes out of the story that we're not, the character that I play is not, in a funny way, defeated by the disease, even though he has it. So but, set the stage for the movie for us. 
Well, it's a it's a western. We shot it on a cattle ranch I own in Northern California. That that uh, you know I like to pretend I'm a cowboy, and uh, and it's a great location. We thought, well, we'll make a western. We'll shoot it on my ranch because. You know, I won't have any arguments with the landowner there. Right. He'll go on. <laughs> so, uh, so, and we did that. And we wrote the story to fit the geography that we had and the things that are there, like an old barn that happens to be there, beautiful, huge, old wooden barn. We wrote that into the script and the story. And, uh, and then Janet knew that I wanted it to be about a couple things. One, father-daughter which is I have two daughters and the whole business of being a father to daughters is a joy to me, but also the challenge of that and how you do that well. And the theme I wanted to be redemption because that to me is the most powerful theme of all in the world. Everyone, everyone understands that. Everyone needs redemption for something. So oh, yeah. it speaks to everyone. Uh, and then Janet took it and just ran with it, and ran with it beautifully. And we worked and honed. This has been a, an odyssey for us of... Seven years. Five, is it seven, seven now? Years? Holy cow. Seriously? Seven years, yeah. Seven years. You guys came up with this concept seven years we ago. We came up with this specific idea for the divide six years ago, but we've been working together for seven years. So I, I considered the first, now when I look back, I consider the first year that we worked together a time for us to get to know each other and figure out that it was a good idea to work together. And for me to learn how to be a screenwriter, I had no idea how to, be, how to do that. I mean, that. we've been doing other things during that time, of course, to survive and... Thrive. But uh, this, I think for both of us, it's been the predominant thing. And mm -hmm. I really believe, I again, I'm an actor. I've been around forever. I've been in a hundred and something things, IMDB tells me. And, uh, you know. <laughs> and maybe your back and legs and the bad elbow you got and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, and I've been in so much stuff. And, and Hollywood's, one of Hollywood's faults, in my opinion, is they always rush everything. Everything always has to happen yesterday. And the most expensive multi-million dollar sets I've worked on, you hear, hurry up, hurry up. You're behind schedule. Let's go, let's it's go. It's cash, cash And game. we took our time to do this. Good and I you. swear to you, this is a small independent film. But when you see the divide, you can see how much time we put into it. Well, that, it that's something off. I was thinking about when you were talking about the, the number of years it took to get from point A to, to point B. And it seems that most independent films, and, and maybe a cash issue more than anything else uh, takes a lot longer than say a Hollywood blockbuster that's, you know, in, in the can within weeks, it seems like. Well, well it's you're right. The they are very right? fast. Loving um, craft of we, making a movie. Yeah. We spent two years editing this. Normally uh, if, if we'd had an investor, I would have had to deliver the finished film in three months, roughly right. at the most of post-production. Uh, and after one year we looked at it and thought, it's not good enough. We got to start over. So we tore it all apart and started over. And uh, and now we have a film that we really like. Now maybe a lot of people won't agree with this, but I they will. I, I, <laughs> there you go. I all know right. that you you can't see this film. I've been around too long. You can't look at this film and say it's poorly done. You might not like it, but you can't find fault with. You can't say it's the no production good. values are wonderful. <laughs> That's true. Actually, we saw. I saw it on the uh, big screen for the first time. Uh, about six weeks ago, we had a, an, an invitation-only screening in Auburn, California, near where we filmed, near Perry's Ranch. And hey, Fred, did you get your invite? 
<laughs> Sorry. We uh, sent them. We definitely sent we them. We sent Lost them. Definitely. Definitely. We couldn't yeah. believe you guys didn't yeah. show up. Where were well, you? It was mainly over. people who had, we had worked on the for film. You, we or, held the, we yeah. held the screening for 15 minutes. <laughs> you didn't show. Uh, we appreciate we it. It bounced yeah. back. It's, it came back, you know. It came back uh, through. We sent it up via email. But um, seeing it on the, fir- on the big screen for the first time, for me, I'd seen it hundreds of times at that point. I knew every word, every <laughs> moment, every, you know, nuance. And it was an amazing experience for me to see it there. It looked beautiful. We were so proud. And it was an amazing thing now, to it, is, do. it was an amazing experience because yeah. it was kind of giving birth to my child. Yeah, it was. Right, right. Going in there, I was very exactly nervous right. about, you know, what if people don't like it? I had these doubts, but then I saw how people were reacting. We could tell how people were reacting, and it just, you know, made us feel so yeah. proud of it. And how yeah. did they react? And don't say, oh, they liked yeah. it. I mean, how, honestly, no, I think, how were they, well, what there were was, the reactions? Yeah, there were moments, you know, in the film where the entire crowd oohed or odd, or there was a couple places where they laughed and we were, you know, it's a drama, it's pretty serious, but I think they were looking for places to have a little bit of relief, relief of the yeah. tension. Um, and at the end, they gave us a standing ovation and then we had a Q&A afterwards where People were telling stories about their own experiences with um, Alzheimer's. Yeah, and that was the thing. By the end, people yeah. were really genuinely moved by the movie yeah. without almost any question. People were moved by the movie, and that's what I've wanted to do my whole life. Make a movie. That's what I love is when a movie moves you. Okay, you know? so you've that's been in a hundred of powerful. them, though, Perry? Oh, at least, yeah. And you, you've you never written, directed, produced, was the location person? No. So this is your yeah, first. Yeah, well, if you're from, an actor, that's what you do, and you, right. you know, that's yeah. That's but today your piece. you have a lot of actors that are executive producers and directors. Yeah, but honestly, and, if you know the the structure, that just means that they were a star, mm-hmm. they got offered the part, they accepted the part, and a way to funnel a certain amount of money away from the high tax bracket is to be executive producer. Oh, okay. Their name just goes on it. That's what it is. It's just to. on the screen in a different way. Usually it's just on the screen and they have power. They can say, oh, I don't like that scene, we gotta cut it or something. But they're they're the star of the film and that's that's their way of getting another piece of money. So is this the new thing for you now? I mean is this kind of bitten you to the point where you want like, to I don't want to work I'll tell for you the else? truth. The truth is I'm seventy years old. I finally have done something I'm really proud of. I'm gonna hang it up. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. And I'm absolutely serious. Did I, I it it took me fifty years to get to something that I really thought was good. And I'm that's it. Sayonara. I'm gonna go ride a motorcycle, ride my horse, take care of my cows. Seriously. Yep. And this is the first yep. first thing I've ever done. So it's Yeah, it's Jana sort of the will opposite. go on. That's Jana will do more. And and so what question. about this process appeals to you so much, Janet? Yeah, I, I love the craft of screenwriting. I love how creative this has all been. I love the collaboration. I love uh I love how the story came out. So doing that, and it's sort of addictive. You sort of want to do it again. And, and see, that's how I thought you would feel, Perry. I thought you'd be, God, I love the whole idea of being in charge and starting it at the beginning and finding this wonderful talent in Janet. And Oh, that's all this. true. I loved all that. This is the most satisfying thing I've ever done. But you know how often you see a great athlete and they retire at the top of their form and you think, good for you, perfect. Perfect time to leave, and they come back. Yeah, and you think yeah. you're a stupid around. idiot. Why yeah. did you come yeah. back? And then they're wearing another team's so, logo. I'm hoping I won't be so. Yeah. Now I'm going to go. Michael I got Jordan something too. I like. Yeah. Anybody ever wants to know what I think I did well? Go see the divide. All right, and I'm leaving, and I'm so, going to ride my motorcycle. So, Jana, awesome. what what is the? I mean, what stories do you have to tell? I mean, that that's going to be driving you for the next twenty. 
30, oh. 50 years? You mean for what am I working on for the future? Yeah, or yeah from what the, do you want to work on? Yeah, no, I, you oh, know, I think I'm, yeah, I have a bunch of things that I'm working on. I have um, a, I, but you know, I, I, apparently I'm, I'm drawn toward drama. So everything that I'm working on seems to be um, a dramatic feature. Um, I also just uh, completed a draft of a novel. Uh, you know, writing a novel is a little easier than making a film because it's just you. It doesn't involve dozens of people. What you know? about all the editors that tell you you're, <laughs> no, you got to get well, rid of this. Well, that. that's true. That's true. But the initial process is just you. So, but I, you know, eventually maybe I'd like to, I'd like to write something lighter. Uh, but, you know, I, it, this sort of sparked my creativity um, in a way that nothing ever had before. That's awesome. So you're more of an individual sport versus team sport gal. <laughs> no, not really, actually. No, that's not true. I mean, I love the collaboration. Um, and like I said, I was a, a lacrosse player in <laughs> college, so I was definitely a team player. But, um, you know, it just I think it was a way for me to slow down and, and find something else to do that just came from me. So that's great. Yeah. This is Friend Jeff Show. We are broadcasting from KXCI Studio in downtown Tucson at the Hotel Congress. And we're talking to uh, Jana Brown and Perry King, who are showing their film The Divide at the Arizona International Film Festival here. Friday night, April 27th at 7.30 p.m. At the Screen Room uh, here in beautiful downtown Tucson. So uh, we have uh, a few minutes left. Um, I, I really want to know, I mean, I'm very excited that we get to see sort of the, uh, the alpha of Jana's future repertoire here in Tucson. So besides just saying, you know, generically drama, I'm interested, I mean, as a writer, what kind of, what sort of themes or stories do you really want to get out there? Um, I I think that like the divide, I mean, the divide is character driven. It's about relationships. You'll see that um, anyone who comes down on Friday night will see that it's, it has to do with um, how people connect to each other. Uh, Perry likes to say the drama of ordinary life. And I think that you know, and there's a lot of drama. Yeah, in exactly. Life. And exactly. See, seeing uh, how people relate to each other, I think that that's what draws draws me to those kind of stories. Um, you know, how do people relate to each other in certain situations? That's awesome. Yeah, for the divide, it's really um, it really had to do with how would somebody relate to this this man who had been so self sufficient and now suddenly he's having trouble uh, taking care of himself. So and it takes place in 1976, which is not a time when the word Alzheimer's was in social so use at no, all. No, at People all. were not aware of it. The most they could say is senility, maybe. Mm. But mostly people would say, ah, he's getting soft. He's losing it. She's just not right. got it anymore. Stay away from him. You were on your own back then. Mm. We're, we're better today. It's not great, but it's, it's better than it was because at least there's some understanding and sympathy for people with that condition. Is this the first time you guys have screened the movie? Uh, it's the second. What was the first? The first was Houston. We just came Houston. from Houston. And how was it received in Houston? Very well. All right. Yeah. Beautifully. We, you know, you never know. And knock I don't on wood. I see you knocking, knocking on, on wood. wood. Yeah. But, jeez, uh, things have been going well for us. Good. Really well. Uh, scary well, actually. No, don't. Just you enjoy know, the ride. Scary well. We are. Well, I am. That's yeah, awesome. For Jen and for other people involved in the film, I'd really love to see it get click over into mainstream you know it really yeah. becomes something that's known now is every main, year a few things do that now is you mainstream know. getting on netflix or is mainstream no mainstream going is in the becoming known to the to the to the general public you know a film like a uh, good example is last year or a couple of years ago was nebraska oh, you remember that great film? Movie. wonderful movie great movie but a little small independent film actually 
uh, made about ordinary people again. The same. So that film became in the public knowledge. Right. It wasn't just segmented off to the and side. And we'd like to see the divide get there too. I yeah. I would for everybody for me. I'm totally satisfied awesome. already. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really yeah. appreciate you thank guys. You. Thank you. Thank you. And huge success here in Tucson and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, folks. Click and clack. Yeah. Yes. So, so thanks for uh, tuning in today. Go out there and hang out with the people you love uh, because you should. And we'll see you next week on The Fred and Jeff Show.